Welcome to the Six Figure Product Biz Podcast. I'm Carrie, a product-based business coach. I started, scaled, and sold a successful multi-six-figure e-commerce business, and now I love teaching entrepreneurs like you how to start, grow, and scale your dream product business. I'm obsessed with all things marketing, e-commerce, and business, and I cannot wait to share all my secrets with you. I also love all things dogs and coffee. Each week, you'll learn step-by-step tangible strategies to help you scale to the next level in your business, skyrocket your sales and traffic, reach more customers, and gain greater visibility in your business. Because I know you don't want to waste your time or energy trying to figure it out all on your own, but you want the business growth roadmap so you can create a profitable product business that gives you the life you love. Whether you're thinking of starting a product biz or scaling yours, this podcast is the secret sauce to making all those dreams come true. So grab your coffee and your favorite notepad and let's get started. Welcome to episode 113 of the Six Figure Product Business Podcast. Today's episode is going to be quite a quick one, actually. It is a short episode, and we're going to dive into 10 key ways that you can add more profit into your e-commerce business. So again, quick episode, you're going to be able to walk away with hopefully a few things that you can implement today or this week into your business, because in the end, we always want you to be making more money and making more profit. Because remember, profit isn't the same as sales. We want more money in your pocket and not in anyone else's pocket. So dive in, grab a coffee, grab a wine, It's going to be a good episode. All right, let's dive into this episode and let's have some fun. So today we're going to talk about how you can add more profit and more sales to your business immediately with these tips. So one of the questions I get asked uh, quite often is like, well, I'm making sales, but how do I make more money? And, you know, there's a lot of ways you can increase your sales for your business, but oftentimes We only think of like posting on social media, sending an email to the list. Like you may not think of other things to do. So this is going to be a quick tip episode. And I really hope you can walk away feeling like you have some solid things you can implement like literally right now to get more sales. So how this works is I want you to think of of this in two ways. One is what you can do to sell more, and then what you can remove or reduce with your existing expenses. So there's definitely ways that you can audit your expenses right now and not just expenses like processes. There's a lot of things that you can do, which we're going to talk about in a sec. But it's not just about like, oh, I have to email my list. I have to post on social media. You want to also I mean, at least quarterly, be reviewing your existing expenses and seeing where you can trim the fat. So let's let's start this episode off by looking at existing expenses and how you may reduce those. So the first thing that you want to do is one, look at, go through your QuickBooks. And if you're not using an accounting software, please start. <laughs> um It'll save you so much time so you don't have to manage everything through spreadsheets. So you want to kind of go through your QuickBooks and just look, are there any apps that I have purchased that I'm not using or that you don't need? So I know when you have a Shopify store, they make it very easy to, you know, oh, I'll try this upsell app and see if I like it. I'll try this back in stock app and see if I like it or this review app or something. And then you add it 
And you may actually completely forget that you even added it and you haven't, you know, you haven't used it on your website. You're not utilizing it. Um, it's very easy to do that. I've done it multiple, multiple times for, for my business and with my first business. So you want to kind of go through all the apps that you're using and just really take stock of which ones are you actually using on a day-to-day basis. And then you want to look at things like, and, and again, if you're not using them, get rid of them. So for an example, for my business, Dubsado. So Dubsado was a platform that I used for my business for the first actually for the first year, I did not use it. The second year of my business, I used Dubsado because I was really focusing on my coaching part of my business. So working with one-on-one clients and doing group programs and things like that. And so Dubsado is is great for many reasons. But if you have, if you have to send out contracts to people, if you have, you know, if you're a coach and you're looking to get one-on-one clients pretty often, you need to have automation set up in your business. So if someone applies to work with you, they get, you know, an email that will go out. And then there's emails where you can send them a contract and your packages and things like that. So those automations are super important. But now that I've moved away from one-on-one coaching, I do offer my one-time strategy sessions, which I love doing those with people. But I have a different platform called Kajabi where I host all of my online courses. And in Kajabi, like you can create offers and you can create checkout pages where people can sign up for exactly like what I just said, like a one-time coaching service or something. And so it's gotten to the point now where I've been paying for Dubsado for six months and like literally not using it. I use it right now for my pod. And I also do use it for my podcast application process, but that can be moved to like either Google Forms or um, something. I mean, Calend- I, I use Calendly for my um, podcast recordings. And I could even add just the questions that I ask people in Dubsado when they apply to be in the podcast or when I invite them to be in the podcast. I could probably put those into Calendly in their onboarding little questions and save myself 30, 40 bucks a month that I'm paying right now. So I'm in the process of trying to switch over my my podcast onboarding thing into a different host that I already use. So I cannot waste $40 a month because you might say, oh, it's only $40. But you know, it adds up. And I've gotten to the point now where I pay for so many freaking apps and services and platforms and plugins for this. Like I'm tired of spending $40 a month on something that I do not use. So I so that's for me, that's the first thing I'm about to get rid of. Uh, maybe in December or January, I canceled my subscription to Styled Stock Society. Well, I love them so freaking much. They are a stock photo membership and they're brilliant. I love them. But I was like, you know, I don't really need the service anymore. I have been using it for two years and it, it helped me a lot when I was creating a lot of stuff where I needed like a different type, like different types of stock photos, but I really don't need that kind of stuff anymore. And so again, I I stopped paying for it in maybe December or January. And again, maybe I'll go back to it if I 
am finding myself creating a lot of new courses or things like that where I do need um, some stock images and I can always go back and, and get that, you know. Um, so that's so that's one thing is like those are two one service I already trimmed the fat of back in January. And now Dubsado is another service where I will be cutting it out of my business. And that's the kind of thing that you want to do for your business is you want to really look at all the apps that you're paying for and then look at other things that you're paying for. Like, are you using them? Are they helping you? And if they're not, just you want to kind of get rid of that stuff because it adds up and you want to be you want to be spending money on the things that are going to help your business. So that's step number one, reviewing what you're currently spending, apps, services, subscriptions, any of that kind of stuff. And if it's something that you're not using or it's not helping you, then just you want to kind of get rid of it. Um, number two is look at like your packaging. I feel like this is such a huge one of that. I get packages from people in the mail and it's filled with like stickers and like all this extra stuff. And my first thought is like, oh my God, you were losing a lot of money with all the shit that you're giving me that I didn't order and I didn't ask for. Like I love stickers like the next person, but if you send me a sticker with your packaging, it's probably just gonna get thrown away. Unfortunately, I should probably keep the stickers and just do something like give them to someone. I don't know. But I just, I end up just throwing it away because I don't use stickers. I don't put them on my laptop. I don't put them on a water bottle. And so they just get thrown away. So things like that in your head, it's like, oh, it's only 20 cents or it's only 50 cents to make a sticker. But that money adds up. And if you stop like putting so much extra shit into your packaging, you can probably reduce your you can probably, you know, save some money every single month on all those orders that you're sending extra stuff to. So look at your packaging. Look at the whatever you're sending to your customers. Is there anything extra that you're adding in that you just don't need to get rid of it? Um, Your product pricing. So this is kind of an easy one. And maybe you haven't even thought of this. But can you increase the price in your product? Even if it's a dollar per product, that adds up. If you're getting 100 orders per month and you add a dollar to every order, like that's an extra bit of money. So I would definitely look at your products. The pricing is your are your margins high enough? If not, increase them. That's a super, super easy one. And then just in general, really do an audit on your product. And this is sort of like an extra thing is, and I kind of view this as an existing expense, is your inventory. So this is the number one waste when it comes to money that is not in your pocket, is your inventory. How much inventory do you have sitting around your house, your garage, your warehouse? I'm going to bet you that you have a lot of money in inventory. When I sold my business and I was counting up all my inventory, I had like over 10 grand worth of inventory just sitting around my house. And while I always was very aware of my inventory and I always tried to get rid of it, I didn't try hard enough. And it's just a waste to have extra inventory because you've had to pay for that. And you really want to be putting more money into your pocket or reinvesting it in your business and not just sitting around in inventory. So that would be one thing. And this is probably the easiest way to to make money based on like 
reducing existing expenses. And I and I do sort of think of inventory as like an existing expense because you've already paid for it and it's just sitting around your house. So can you do a flash sale? Can you get can you go through all the inventory and sort of package it up into like little bundles where people could buy like three items and maybe get one for free or you could just bundle things together if it makes sense and you could sell those as like little summer bundles or fall bundles or something especially with the holidays coming up soon you definitely want to make more room for holiday products when when that you know season is going to be starting in like October so that would be one major major way to increase your profit or make more money for this month is just getting rid of old inventory. Um, Okay, now let's look at ways you can make more money just by promotions by selling um, things like that. So basically, emailing your list, this is a super easy one. And you probably already do this. But I would do something with your VIPs. So I like to think of VIPs as anyone who's kind of bought from you. If there's someone who's bought from you more than once, they're definitely a VIP. And if you have anything like Klaviyo, you can do a lot of really cool segmentation in terms of your email list where you can um, create really like you can segment your your email list into people who have bought from you based on multiple purchases. And you can offer them a special VIP discount or some kind of a promotion, thanking them for being part of your loyal audience or things like that. So definitely don't discount your VIP customers because they're the ones that you can easily make more money from at any time. Um, It's easier to get people that have already purchased from you to buy from you again and again than it is to get a new person to try you out, basically. So thank Email your VIP people, any past customers, thank them for being part of a loyal part of your family and give them a discount, 10%, 20%, a free item. Like, doesn't matter what it is, but make them feel special, basically. Um, A second thing that you can do is if you have like specific, really awesome customers, like for Dapper Dog Box, I literally had like I could rattle off the top of my head probably like my top 20 best customers because they were with me from the beginning. They were loyal. They they got my subscription box every single month. They always ordered new things that came in. So they were like my loyal people. What could you do for those people? Could you give them a free item? Could you give them like something? Could you give them a special discount? So I know we just talked about doing a VIP offer for your customers. But if you have like a handful, even if it's just five people, it doesn't matter. If you have a handful, 10, 20 of your best, best, best customers, how could you email those people and and really like make them feel special? Um, the next thing could be something like gift cards. I love freaking love gift cards so much because number one, there's no inventory for you to handle or manage. You literally just send an email out and you're like, hey, who wants a gift card? Who wants to buy a gift card? Um, Gift cards are in particularly great for holidays like Mother's Day, Father's Day. Um, I don't know if you're doing July 4th sale, especially things for gift giving. Gift cards are the best. Holidays. If you're not pushing gift cards during the holidays, you're freaking missing a lot of money. So gift cards are something that you can add. If you have Shopify, you can easily add um, gift cards. You can create a little product. It's just it's so, so, so easy. 
and have those on your website as an option. But gift cards are always a great way to be like, hey, is there someone that you is there a friend that's going through a hard time? And, you know, they may love a gift card as a, you know, I'm thinking of you today. Like, I don't know, it could be for whatever your your niche is or your audience, but definitely don't discount, not discount, but like don't forget about gift cards because they're such an easy way to make money and people love getting gift cards. Do something like, and this is kind of an obvious one, but obviously I have to state the obvious thing sometimes too, is doing live video. So video is what's going to always sell your product. But how can you show up on video live and promote your products, whether it's Instagram, um, if you have a thousand followers on TikTok, Facebook, even YouTube, if you have a YouTube audience, go live and talk about your product. Like, you know, hey, friends, we're going to go live today. We, we're doing a summer sale so we can get rid of all of our inventory so we can make room for new shit that we want to sell to you. Um, here's the products that we're, you know, featuring today. We're going to just go through each one and show you why they're amazing. Show up on live video. I mean, I if you haven't done live video, you may be very scared to do that. But video you're able to connect with people. When people see your face, they see you talking, your brand is humanized and they're more likely to buy from you. And video, you're able to showcase your product. You can literally, like if I have a dog toy in my hand, I can literally put the dog toy up into the screen and show you the different features and show you how this on this dog paw, like there's a little squeaker on the inside. Like you can't do that stuff through your images. So live video is always going to be an amazing way to promote your product. Basically, like look at what products sell really well for you all the time and like double down on those products. So I talk about this pretty often on the podcast, actually, is like, One of the easiest ways to grow your business is to focus on the products that already sell well. But what you could do is if you're like, okay, it's July right now. I know that in the summer, these like say you're a clothing company in the summer, you know, people are looking for T-shirts, maybe tank tops, shorts, accessories, hats, whatever it is that you sell. Let's say you're a hat company. You know, what are your three best hats that have done the best the last three to four months? You could literally double down on those three to four products. When I say double down, I mean focus your promotion on social media around those three products. Don't talk about anything else. Every single day, you're having, you're doing an Instagram story where you remind people about the hat, what are the selling points, how much does it cost, what are the benefits of it, show them video of the hat, show user-generated content. If you have testimonials from people, show social proof. If you have customer images of people wearing the hat or video or something, um, show those. Leverage Instagram stories. Instagram stories is like I think Instagram is becoming a little bit worthless, honestly. However, Instagram stories is amazing. Instagram stories is where it's at. You don't even have to show your face, but show your product on video using Instagram stories. You can literally put your hand out and just show people the different features. Um, But sell your stuff on Instagram stories. You can tag your products. You can add links. There's no more. There's no more like stress about hitting 10,000 followers. Everybody now has the link sticker in Instagram story. So you can every single time you post something about your product, you can add a link that goes directly to that product and just put it in the link. It's amazing. So you should be if you're doubling down on like three to four products every day, you 
post something about those products, whether it's a video, whether it's a carousel image, whether it's a graphic that you made, add the link, remind people that they can buy it, that it's in stock, it's available. Um, Post like put polls, put question stickers, like get people to engage with you. But Instagram stories is like the easiest place to sell stuff. So if you're not doing that, do it right now. But double down on a few products that are are best sellers for you and just promote those on social media, post the everyday in stories. If you're doing email marketing campaigns, you know, for example, um, if you're using Klaviyo, you can add products into your emails. And so with my client, the pet client that I manage their marketing for, any email that goes out to customers for the most part at the bottom of the email will always have like four, five, six dog toys that are our best sellers or that are seasonally we're promoting right now. They're at the bottom of the email. People will see those toys every single time they open up an email. So for you, add images or add links or like, hey, did you know that we also have our top three best-selling hats are on sale right now? Click here and you can get 10% off your order or something. So just doing things like that that you may not have thought of are going to help you to make more sales, basically. Um, And then one other thing that you could do that, you know, is something that's, I don't know, it's, I don't really talk about giveaways anymore. I used to be like the giveaway queen with my business, the Dapper Dog Box. I did giveaways all the freaking time, all the freaking time. So one kind of easy way to get sales is by collaborating with another brand that sort of fits in with your niche that isn't a competitor. And you guys can collaborate together, whether it is an Instagram live an Instagram, like a giveaway on Instagram or even TikTok. I'm not even sure how you do that on TikTok, but you can do it on Instagram where you guys um, each promote the giveaway and each person, you know, gives a product away. And then you're kind of cross promoting each other's brands on each other's channels. And so if you're a collab, if you're a clothing brand, let's say you sell um, really fun t-shirts, you could collaborate with an accessories brand, a jewelry brand, like a hat brand, because you guys are you guys have the same audience, but you're not comp- you, you don't have competing product, and you can collaborate with each other, and you know you guys can have this sort of branded giveaway together. And if you want, you could do it where they have to join your email list to join the giveaway. And you could do that. And then you're getting a bunch of new emails. But the point of a giveaway that's I like to the only giveaways I like are when you are collaborating with another brand, because if you're just doing giveaways on your own page all the time, you're going to get just get the same old people, but you're really looking to get in front of other people's audiences. And so by doing a like a collab collab giveaway, um, you're able to get in front of their audience. And like I said, I was like the giveaway queen when I had my business. I did giveaways all the time and I and I had a lot of success by doing them. Honestly, I just feel like I don't talk about giveaways anymore because I think they are not always done very well. And I think when people are wanting to do giveaways, they just keep doing the same giveaway on their own page. And that doesn't really work very well. So anyway, that's the last idea I'm going to give to you for today. So just a couple ways that you can start thinking about how you can make more money. And part of it too, a big chunk of what I talked about today wasn't like some new sales tactic. It was literally auditing what you're doing right now and trimming the fat off of things, trimming the payments that you're doing 
again, if things are working for you, obviously don't remove that. But if something isn't working or you haven't used it for six months, just freaking get rid of it. So, all right, guys, I hope you love this episode. If you did, please go ahead and leave me a review on Apple iTunes. It makes me really, really, really happy to see reviews, especially when I can hear how the podcast has helped you, what you're learning, what you've implemented. It makes me honestly so happy. And I read every single one and I smile every freaking time I see a good review and I just appreciate the good karma my way. So, all right, guys, I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you love this episode, please go ahead and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and then take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories. Tag me in it at Carrie A. Fitzgerald. My name is in the show notes. Thank you so much. And I'll see you guys next week.